start on this episode of Star Wars in the Galaxy, we have a big announcement for all of you guys. Um, what announcement do we have, Jacob? What's, what's happening with the podcast? Uh, uh, we have a Twitter now. We are on Twitter. Yes, we are. Follow us on Twitter. Um, we will both be, we both have access to the Twitter account, so we'll both be uh, tweeting about stuff that's going on with Star Wars and the podcast. I'm I'm thinking of doing a name reveal an hour before every podcast goes up. Speaking of every podcast going up, that's another thing. We now have a weekly upload schedule. Our podcasts are going up now Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So at 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, I or Jacob will be announcing the title for that week's episode, like I just did with last week's episode, The Phantom Mimas. Um, and so uh, follow us on Twitter. We are at In a Galaxy Cast. Uh, and yeah, I guess on to the episode. Let's do this. Hello there. Welcome back to uh, In a Galaxy, episode three of season two. We're watching, we've watched minutes 40 to 60 Star Wars, episode one, The Phantom Menace. I'm Eli. I'm Jacob. And um, welcome to this episode. So, welcome, welcome. This episode, I feel like um, this segment, 40 to 60 minutes, is really used for one thing and one thing only. I don't know if you felt this, but like it really does feel like a build up to the pod race. Yeah. The, the pod race seems like a major, major event, and it just feels like it's um, it's a very uh, building kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um. Let's see. So first. First, we, um, while Qui-Gon, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Padme, and all the people are doing stuff on Tatooine, we get a glimpse of what the dark side is doing on Coruscant. Um, here is an interesting piece of behind-the-scenes trivia. I don't know if you knew this, but, um, the scene with Maul and Sidious discussing their plans was the first scene ever shot for The Phantom Menace. Really, the first scene. Wow. Yeah, that was the. Because it's in the middle. Of it. Yeah. They it's weird because like there's stuff with like when they were shooting the last two Harry Potter movies, Deathly Hallows Parts One and Two. The last scene they shot was from they filmed both of them at the same time, even though they were two separate movies. But the last scene they filmed for Harry Potter was from Part One. Really. Yeah. So, I guess it helps to protect against leakers, maybe. Yeah, it's it's just really interesting that that was the first. Must be. Makes it kind of less of a nightmare. Yeah, it's it's just really interesting to me that that was the first scene they they um, filmed. Um, also, let me just mention uh, we get our first glimpse. Of Coruscant in this, and I really, um, really 
I really like the planet of Coruscant. It it always looks so beautiful, whether it's in the Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith or the Clone Wars. I just I've grown to love that planet because we get to see it so much. You agree? Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. What I'm what what I'm trying to look through the nuts over here. Oh, I wanted to tell you about something related to Coruscant. Remember yeah. last episode, what you said, I will put like a little editing thing. I, I included this in the editing for last episode, but remember last episode when you said, um, I think Qui-Gon says Coruscant two different ways. Did he pronounced it completely differently. Wait, what? Each time that he said it, he's like, if I, oh. if I do recall, he, 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 yeah, he like said it differently each time, which. Interesting. I'm going to look at that in editing. I'm definitely going to look at that in editing. This is a, this is a reminder to future Eli to look at that in editing. <laughs> Yeah. I looked back at that. That is 100% true. He yeah. indeed does. I think that. I've heard it. It's, it's weird because I've heard it pronounced so many different ways. I've heard it pronounced Coruscant. 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 Uh, he pronounces it the, thir the first and the third. The first and the third ways he mentioned is what Qui Gon says in that scene. Yeah. Um. Also, by the way, uh, Anakin says when, um, when, uh, he's talking about there's, like, a chip in his head that if he ever runs away, a no. chip in I his body. actually it's expounded upon in the novelization. It's like an explosive chip. Yeah, an explosive ship. Yeah, and he says, um, he says some throwaway line, like, I'm trying to build a scanner to try... And locate mine. If Watto catches him with the scanner, what does Anakin think is gonna happen? I don't know. I guess that's the risk he's willing to take. I mean, I guess it's just like I don't know. It just doesn't seem very. It just doesn't seem very smart to me. But okay. Um. They they also said um. As he said, I'm a person and my name is Anakin. <laughs> yep. He did say that. Um, let's see what else. Oh, Qui-Gon says um, they are pod racing on Malastair. Uh, and I just want to say, uh, those, the... the from Malastair. It's from Malastair, right? Yeah, I, I, do, I was going to say I love the episode. It's the best. I, it's a lot of the best. I, I was going to say, I really like the episodes that take place on Malastair from the Clone Wars. Um, the Zillow Beast. Those episodes were awesome. Um, mostly because, um, there was only one, uh, one ever, um, disc of the Clone Wars I ever owned on DVD, and that disc of the Clone Wars was the, the, the final quarter of season two, um, and one of the arcs was the Zillow Beast arc on that, so I remember watching that a gajillion times because, you know, I just had it. Um, yeah, um... So Anakin proves to be very, very, um, like a lot of people in the galaxy, very, very inept about the Jedi. And he doesn't know anything. I mean, I think what becomes clear, and also through the lore, what we understand is that, like, the Jedi are very, uh, misunderstood. They are. Um, he said, uh, Anakin says, um, I saw your laser sword. Um, uh, he also said... 
Yeah, but he also says, which is my biggest pet peeve. I know this is a little nitpicky for me, um, but like seriously, um, my biggest pet peeve is when a non-Star Wars fan calls um, the fighters of the light side, uh, no, a plural fighter for the light side, Jedi's. Um, Anakin does it in the movie. I know, it's just, it just annoys me. Um, uh, so, um, he says, um, only Jedi's carry that weapon. I just kind of internally cringed inside. Um. I mean, if he doesn't know anything about the Jedi Order, can't say I blame him, but... Uh, also, Qui-Gon says, um, Qui-Gon says to, uh, Anakin, um, what if I killed the Jedi and took it from him? I'm like... Possible. No one can kill a Jedi. Well, obviously, that particular comment didn't age too well. In, in, in spite of that becoming a meme, I actually really like the, the no one can kill a Jedi thing is... It's good. I feel like it's amazing. It, for, yeah, it's, for, I was about to say, it's really good foreshadowing because in the original trilogy, we see the Jedi, most for the most part, as these unstoppable superheroes. Um, I mean, we don't really see any of the Jedi in there. True, but we can only imagine that Jedi are, like, unstoppable superheroes. And the prequels build that up even more, like, um, only to immediately shoot that down when we see Order 66. So I think that no one can kill a Jedi line is really just an interesting line to me to start at the beginning from, because... It keeps getting disproven and disproven and disproven first at, at Geonosis, then over the Clone Wars, and finally in Order 66 and the Great Jedi Purge. Yeah. Um, uh, Anakin also says to Qui-Gon, um, uh, you come to free us. Uh, that's why you're here. And like, Anakin, Qui-Gon could be here a gajillion other reasons. You know, one of which is, you know, his ship crashed on the planet. Yeah. It, I mean... What I'm trying to say is Anakin doesn't seem very smart. <laughs> I mean, he's like seven years old or whatever. We're nine. He's nine. He's nine years old. I wouldn't be complaining about Anakin not seeming smart, except Qui-Gon seems to think he's some sort of genius. Uh, he doesn't think he's a genius, he just thinks he's strong with a force. Those are two different things. I, 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 I don't know. Also, actually, um, I want to mention this other thing. Um, Pernilla August. Pernilla August plays Shmi Skywalker. Here's another interesting piece of uh, behind-the-scenes trivia. Did you know that Pernilla August had never acted in a single English-language-speaking Film before that's, the Phantom Menace. Swedish name, right? Yeah. I, I, I know, at least I've known people who are Swedish or name so. Yeah, yeah, she's Swedish and she, and this was her first English language film. And she knocks it out of the park. So much so, I think, that she, like, that she performs better than a lot of people who it wasn't their first yeah. English language film. It's kind of shocking. I don't know. Uh, any of your thoughts for, like, the stuff in Anakin's house? 
Yeah, Jar 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 Jar's antics just get I in my opinion worse and worse as this movie goes on until but finally at the end we're just at him like chucking um random stuff at the battle droids and the battle droids somehow collapsing and falling because George Lucas said they would. Let's see, I'm trying to figure this out. Let's see, where... Um, oh, yeah. So, I want to ask you something else, okay? The pod race, um... The pod racing kind of plot device, where it's seen as, like, the only way of getting uh, Anakin and his... Yeah, I was about to say that. Like, call the Republic for a pick me up. What is? Isn't this like they said? Like slavery is illegal in the Republic. So arrest Watto for owning slaves and free them. It doesn't. Another good idea, or like, at least call the Jedi and say, "Hey, we got stranded on Tatooine, running from the Trade Federation. We need help." You wire us some credits. Yeah. Well, credits, Rado doesn't accept credits. Can you... Wire us some currency. Yeah, wire us some currency that Watto will take. Like, jeez. There were so many other options that they just could have... And they say later, it's too dangerous to call for help. Why is it too dangerous to call for help? Like, I, I understand the Federation might be tracking... You know, that's really what it is. You see, that's really what this whole thing is. The yeah. the Trade Federation should be scared to get in the way of the Jedi. Which they are. But the Jedi should, I, I think, exploit that a little bit more. Like, look, two Jedi protecting a queen from your, pe your people, yes, we know that's true, but like, two Jedi are stranded and we gotta get them some money or aid or help. And Quinlan Voss, actually, Freaking Quinlan Voss, we found out he was a Jedi. Right there! He couldn't have given Qui-Gon some help, you know. Yeah. That's weird. It is so odd. Um and then we get um and then we get uh Anakin's origin story, I guess we could call it. Jacob, remind us, who is Anakin's father? There is no father. The Skywalker saga was created because, yeah, Anakin. It's, just, it's so funny. Like, was Qui-Gon supposed to just believe that? Like, when he just asked, like, as a question, like, uh, no one is the father. Yeah, no, but like, seriously, it's it. Anakin's virgin birth is maybe one of the most puzzling aspects of this movie. And believe me when I say it's one of the most puzzling, because there's so much in this movie that's puzzling. Um, and we haven't even gotten to Attack of the Clones yet. And it's the most puzzling Star Wars movie in my mind. It is. I, there's so many things in that movie that just do not add up to for me. But we will get to that when we get to that. Um, so, 
uh, Anakin is being tested for, um, Qui-Gon administers a blood test. By the way, you know, uh, Qui-Gon's just having, uh, Anakin's just having some random guy, you know, test his blood. Doesn't seem... Nothing interesting here. Not a such. Nope, nothing. Um, but anyway, what I was gonna say about that was, um, we get our first midichlorian reference. Now, let me ask you, Jacob, what is your opinion on midichlorians? Because everyone seems to have one. I don't know, I kind of think they're stupid. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fond of them. I'll admit, they're not my favorite concept, but whatever you gotta do, George, well, it is what it is. My opinion on it is kind of similar to yours. It's just, I don't think, I don't know. It feels like it's trying to say the force is quantifiable, but it's the force. You can't quantify the force. You can't, you can't, it's, a, it's the force. You can't really do that with it. It's not scientific. It's, it makes many, like, points of being connected to the natural world and being in balance with yourself and being and finding that inner conflict and balancing your own inner conflict. You can't quantify that. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. But then how do we determine like who's force sensitive and who's not? Well, either you're open to it, either you have the discipline of mind and the strength of will to be connected to it. Um, it reminds me of a, of a frame from the third issue of the comic The Rise of Kylo Ren, where Luke is mentoring some young Jedi students, and he says the Force is like a door. You have to be open to it. You have to feel it coming. As you say, Ben's not more powerful, that's not how it works, it's like a door. Well, I, I told you that the other day, and you said you didn't believe in it, because you thought some people are more powerful than the living force. I do, I, it's, it's, it's complicated for me. I think the force, I think if you have someone who's, who's naturally more skilled with the force, who's not open to it, but who's someone who's less skilled, but is more open to it. I think there is a, I think there's a great possibility the less skilled person will win. I think it's a. Skill is more. Do you mean like talent? Yeah, talent. That's 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 better. Thank you. I uh, yeah. I think a less talented person could be a. I think yeah. it really does depend on how strong. Like, in your core, there's, like, a certain part of you where... It, I don't think that's quantifiable, though. I don't know. I don't really know. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's not... It's hard to say, honestly. I don't know if I... Have and midichlorians, I just think... I think midichlorians just convolute it more that it doesn't really need to be. So... Let's see. Um, also, Maul arrives on Tatooine... And we get a beautiful shot of his ship, the Scimitar. I love the Scimitar, let me just say this. I hate Maul. I love his ship. His ship is awesome. The Scimitar is... I, 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 I wish we got to see more Dark Side stuff. 
because it's really cool. Also, did you notice when Maul first stepped foot on Tatooine, you could hear very, very, very carefully, there's some Sith thing going, Korra, Radama. Yeah. It's really, it's very creepy and it adds to the mystique. It, 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 it adds, it's very creepy and it adds the mystique to Maul and all of his, you know, mysticisms, I guess you could say. Also, his probe droids, really creepy. Yeah. Is it just me or are those, um, are those, um, probe droids really creepy? Creepy. I don't think they're actually probe droids. I think they're. I feel like they're IDW9 seeker droids, if I remember correctly. I don't think that. No, I think the seeker droids are. DR. Star Wars DR. Uh, yeah, no, the ID9 seeker droids is, um, Seventh Sister. DRK1 probe droids is Maul. I just looked it up. DRK1 probe droids is Maul. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, oh yeah, I think this would be a good time to talk about the pod race. And where do you, where, Jacob, has the pod race made a huge impact in more things than any other things? Uh, I'm not quite sure about this, but maybe, uh, maybe... I was actually going with, believe it or not, video games. I mean, how many uh, pod racing video games are there? So many pod And it's for for me, pod racing video games is always so goddamn hard. Like, I remember the first Star Wars video game I ever got was uh, Disney Infinity Three, and that podcast, uh, not podcast, pod race, and that pod race was so hard. Same thing with uh, Lego, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. You had to go so carefully. You had to do that pod race so carefully that if you made one mistake, you were a goner. You were a goner. I remember. Pod, pod race gives me video game PTSD is what I'm trying to say. Um, let's see. Uh, Ben Quadneros, maybe one of the, my favorite pod racers of all time. Ben Quadneros. Ben Ben Quadneros, legend, legend twenty seven. Um, the uh, he's actually from the Tune system, and the, they get a Tune gets a shout out. The reason I'm excited about it is because there's a in Legends there was a force related sect um called the sorcerers of tuned oh yeah i yeah i i will provide a quick oh and they're canon the sorcerers of tuned are canon wow the sorcerers of tuned are canon by the by the audiobook slash book dooku jedi lost um but in legend in Legends, they were, um, they were this weird sort of forced cult. There was this guy named Roker Gepta, um, who was one of the Sorcerers of Tuned, who was a major adversary of Lando Calrissian, 
in the between years of the prequels and the originals. So, interesting fact, yeah. Sorcerer's of Tin. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Um, Qui-Gon, uh, like, has his kind of true Jedi moment. He, you know, feel, don't think, trust your instincts, you know, that sort of. I love Qui-Gon so much. That's really... Yeah, Qui-Gon's like, Yeah. Also, we get, and then, right before the pod race, again, we're not going to cover the pod race in this episode because, well, we don't actually get to see it in 40 to 60 minutes, really. Um, but you know who we do get to see? <laughs> Java the Hutt. No one out Java's the Hutt. No one out Java's the Hutt. And I want to do. I want to do a. I want to do a really quick podcast challenge right now, Jacob. I didn't ask. Um, if we're, when we're usually doing ranking lists, I usually ask Jacob, and I do the same for myself. I prepare beforehand. But no, I am actually going to do a flash list right now, Jacob. You have a couple minutes. I'm giving both of us a couple minutes. Since Java the Hut is is in now, and since he's one of the more scoundrelish characters, not really as not really dedicating to like the to extremely the light or the dark. Top five scoundrel characters. Alright, okay. Go ahead with your list. Number five. Alright. Number five. Mm. Dengar. Toilet Dengar the toilet paper man. Good choice. I like Dengar a lot too. Number five for me. You would know him as it's time to hunt. I'm going with number five, Bosk. Bosk, Bosk is Number four for you. Number four? Mm. I had trouble with this one. I said Bosk number four because I, I think. Interesting. Bosk. Number four for me. I think Bosk is Sidon Ethano. Captain Ethano, aka the Crimson Corsair. Oh, the Crimson Corsair. I love the Crimson Corsair, he's so awesome. No. Um, who's your, uh, who's your number three? Yeah. My number three is gonna be Asajj Ventress. Asajj Ventress. Once she becomes a bounty hunter, she is a scoundrel, so you know. She's like a scoundrel type character, and I, I don't know, I just find her whole, I find her storyline very compelling when she turns from like being, um, like a Sith apprentice, and gets betrayed, and then she's a Ned's sister, and then she becomes like a, a bounty hunter, but she's like evil at first, but then she turns, but then she decides to like try and do the right thing. And I was just no, like, no, she's a she's a really. I feel like it's kind of a redemption arc because I think she has a very sad story. She her, she gets betrayed, like her Jedi master was using Kyneric, I think. Kyneric, yeah. I'm not mistaken. Kyneric gets killed. She's trapped on that planet. And then she becomes Duke's apprentice. Duke betrays her, and then she goes to the Night Sisters. They die. She tries to assassinate the fails. The entire Night Sister clan just gets wiped out. She fails to defend them from the separatist Jedi army of Jakubas. And then even Mother Talzin says, "Like you have a different path now." And um. Yeah, Saj Ventress. Good, good choice. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Number three for me is a number three for me is a tie between two characters. Number three is a tie between Lando Calrissian and Embo. Oh man, Lando, forgot about Number two for you. Number two for you. Number two. Oh, this was tricky. I thought there was another one. Number two. I'm gonna have to say Lando actually. Number two for me. Number two for me, another unexpected one. Enfis Nest. Enfis Nest. Interesting. Enfis Nest. I like Enfis Nest. She's really cool. I liked the whole it's not a man but it's a woman reveal in Solo. Enfis Nest, awesome character. Number one for you. Number one. You know him. We love him. Stinky! Rod of the Hot Lip. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. <laughs> number one. I have, um. I have only one sentence. This is not good business! Hondo Onaka! The ultimate meme lord character. Hondo Onaka. <laughs> my friends! My friends! I love Hondo. Hondo's great. My number one is completely opposite. This is not this does no longer profitable. Jim Cummings is a genius, man. Um and uh let's see, I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. My number one, are you ready for my number one? My number one's just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe. Django Fett. Yeah. Django Fett, Django Fett, Django Fett. Uh, I'm a big fan of Django Fett. Um, I like uh, Django Fett. So that, those are our top five. Um, and I think that's going to end it for this episode of Star Wars and the Galaxy. Make sure, make sure to subscribe to us. Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts, all of that nice stuff. Uh, and also, make sure to subscribe to our subreddit, r slash Star Wars in a Galaxy, and follow us on Twitter at In a Galaxy Cast. That's right, we'll be posting updates there. We will be posting updates there, and uh, I guess we'll see you guys. Next time, may the force be with you always. Be with you.